Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob the Old Guy. The Old Guy is here, Rob Charney. Don't forget to listen to the Rob Charney Show. So. Oh, what the, plug? It, something's happening with the drop. drop. I, yeah. can't, I can't seem to, to get to work. Maybe next yeah, time. Come on, John, fix it. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do the drop for him? So... I'm gonna. I I'm, can actually. I can take I'm, over. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like the negative stuff up front. Uh oh, you got negative but, but, stuff. But first, I I'm gonna. This was easy listening but, show. But first, but first, I'm gonna start out with a hilarious story. At least I found it funny. So everybody gets these these calls from telemarketers and people. You know, like you want a free crows because somebody recommended you. And I got one today this afternoon that said, "Do you need help with healthcare?" So I always push one to talk to them. And my comment was, okay, before you say anything, you have to tell me a joke. And I've been doing this for weeks. And the lady was uh, on the phone was surprised. It's like, I got to do what? It's like, before you can talk to me, you have to tell me a joke. It's like, okay. She, so I put her on the spot. She's like, um, I don't know what to say. It's like, I need a joke. And she's like, oh, why did the chicken cross the road? It's like, I, I don't know why. It's like, it's a really a joke. It's like, well, so why, why I did? It's like, to get to the other side. And I said, I... Bless your heart. I'm sorry. I don't need any healthcare stuff at the moment. And I said, I hope you have a wonderful day. And she was laughing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I've like been that. I've been doing yeah. that for weeks. I've gotten hung up so uh, on a ton. And so we recently heard, and uh, in a jail, if my news story would actually come up, uh, where is it? Uh, former jail employees charged charged uh, for playing baby shark <laughs> on a loop. And this, this on, loop. on a loop, it was loud and it was allowed in prison. Uh, I can actually look up the exact. So the prisoners were complaining, right? Yeah. So here, so let's mm. see. Former jail employees face charges for playing baby shark on a loop to inmates. Three former employees of Oklahoma jail are facing misdemeanor cruelty charges. So here's the thing that I thought, <laughs> here's the thing that I thought was funny back during the fight, you know, the, the fight against, uh, tyranny uh fight against um uh, whatever the recent war was i don't remember what it actually was was it uh terrorism that's it I, I i remember them saying like they were they were playing like heavy metal music like enter sandman from metallica that's all part of the interrogation process um they were they were playing uh let's see where's i got it over and over like and over the, again the, the real slim shady they, they take your best uh, right. by dope so all these songs and at the time I remember shit it's like I do that voluntarily and then I saw this <laughs> pop it's like fuck I'm doing this one voluntarily too because you have any times I've heard baby shark dude I've heard baby shark more time than baby beluga when I was a well, kid that's right all you have to do is be a, a new parent or so, early new parent why you know you don't have to listen to that John uh, well I'm I'm slight you are the adult Yes, but it, my son enjoys it, so I'm willing to torture myself if it makes him happy to some degree. Um, however, my music will always be better than his. So I'm, I'm just going to have to break him of, uh, oh, this new rock band's amazing when he's older. It's like, I'm sorry, son. My music is so much better. But it's, it's, it's not the Moody Blues. Keep trying. Um, and I did find out something that I've never heard. Um, so redlining and racism and housing police uh, policies during the new deal era. So FDR, the kind of the Demo one of the Democrat heroes was partially responsible for redlining and, uh, and uh, minority communities, not getting homes and home loans. I had never heard that. Um, and this is from, this is from study.com. I can't get half of it because I think it's a, a site. It's a school site. So, um, 
Let's see, housing, FDR had a lot of ideas about creating a secure futures for Americans. He oversaw the, the development of American welfare system, Social Security, and the federal unemployment insurance. However, one area that was always extreme importance to him was home ownership. FDR believed that owning a home was the single greatest America thing Americans could do to ensure lasting economic security. <coughs> uh, so let's see. These programs sound pretty nice. And to many Americans, they were very beneficial. However, the same agencies that promoted homeownership for some actually worked to deny others. Um, infused with segregation men mentalities from... And listen to this. This is an important part of this. Southern Democrats, these new the, the New Deal housing agencies were built around the concept that home ownership was something that's uh, designed to protect white America. And this is, this okay. is, un this is under FDR. And cause I, growing up, you're, you're hearing about the great depression and FDR's rise to power and his four year term his four terms. And you, you hear a lot of good things, but you, you don't hear, um, I've never heard this. I'm not surprised because it's a matter of the era, but it's the first time I ever heard anything racism regarding FDR, any bad light from, uh, on that towards them. <clears throat> so we well, have, uh, we have always taken our presidents up until recent history and allowed them to do things and live life and be different than, um, and not always held accountable for their actions than we are in the modern era, so to speak now. Uh, FDR was anything but perfect. Um, probably the one... <laughs> Not well at all. So, he was but a, anyway, he I was mean, a product at the time, of, he was a product of his time. Yeah, but it, it did amaze me the fact that that was not something that was ever brought up. And maybe it's maybe it's just part of the new era where you want everybody's dirty little history and all this to to be exposed. <laughs> well, because it's like you know, back ten years ago, they wanted to look. Oh, oh no, Abraham Lincoln was really a crossdresser. They they wanted all this information that. Reality was not important. It was really on the periphery. This is the first one of these I found that it's like, okay, this helps to describe the real person. Now, was it his policy? Was it to actually look into it more? Was it just, you know, was it, uh, was it what Congress passed or was it like agencies that did this? I mean, there's so much minutia in this that you really don't know if it was the man or if it was other people, y you know? Because nowadays in Congress they pass laws yeah. and, and government, and then the the courts figure out how to enact it. Yes, but I mean, I've always had an issue with uh, uh, what I like to say is deifying the dead. And for me, FDR is one of those. Or most of our presidents are those, where we kind of look back at them fondly rather than looking back at them for I guess you could say the things that they weren't so good at like I guess the uh, racism you know like I mean most of our presidents were really great guys but you know a lot of them did own slaves a lot of them didn't treat their slaves poorly but they didn't necessarily treat them you know like like they're equals but so, you know, hearing that, you know, FDR did that, that's not a surprise to me because he is a product of the time, you know? I mean, it's not like it's like he's a terrible human being. It's just that it was what was accepted for the era in my book. I mean, doesn't necessarily make it right, but 
that's just kind of how I see it. And it's not like we can go back and fix it right away, you know? I mean, are they asking for restitution? I mean, what's going on? You know, reparation, I mean, reparation. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Reparation, yeah. restitution, you know, whatever. But you know, you know what I'm saying, though. It's just, Got it. Uh, yep, understood. I mean... And the, the the reason why I brought this up was also to go a little bit farther in talk. And this is the political section of the show because I try to stay away from politics because it's so negative now. And I believe I can use our show for something better. But there is most recently something that I'm incredibly upset at. Now, FDR, one of the things FDR wanted to do, and even his allies told him no, was he wanted to stack the Supreme Court. And basically, basically what that means is you can add justices. Now, recently, Biden and the Democrats have wanted to stack the Supreme Court because the first time in maybe 100 years, we'll have a conservative-leaning court if this new person gets pushed through. I'm so not, I was going to talk about the Honorable Amy Coney Barrett. So there's just one, Go ahead. one second. Make sure we get her name right. I just wanted to get that So the last time a Supreme Court was <clears throat> actually uh, uh, a justice was added was 150 years ago around the Civil War. Now, the problem I have with this is the Democrats are acting like J little Jack Corner, you know, Horner, sticking their thumb in the pie and pulling out a plum. But and we're saying, not stacking the Supreme Court. We're replacing the judge. No, 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 no. Like, hold on. The Democrats that want to stack the Supreme Court. They've Biden, people have asked Biden, he said, ask me after I get elected uh -huh. office. And this is the problem I have is, so you can make a valid argument that the bullshit they pull, pulled of not going after letting Obama getting a Supreme Court nominee was bullshit. That's politics. You could even say, you know, doing it now to Trump, it's politics. But adding a couple of Supreme Court justices because you didn't get your way is like little Jack Horner, you know, the, the old nursery rhyme, mm -hmm. you know, little Jack Horner sit in a corner, you know, put in a, pulled a, put in his uh, thumb, pulled out a plum and said, what a good boy am I? That pisses me off because you're, you're, because you didn't get your way and there are processes to add Supreme Court justice. Like, okay, we'll add two more so we can get whatever we want. I have issues with that. Because if it hasn't been done in 150 years, maybe there's a good fucking reason why it hasn't been done in 100 fucking 50 years. So the danger that we face going into out of this election that's coming up is that when you have one party controlling <clears throat> both houses, Senate, Congress, you have things that get done that aren't necessarily anything but partisan between that one party and what they want to do and what they sure. want to get in and what you know what their agenda is and they ram everything through because the the party that's out of favor at the time whatever it may be can not, there's nothing they can do and democrats have done it republicans have done it absolutely so in the upcoming election one of the reasons why I you know I truly believe that we're looking at um, the honorable Amy Barrett going into the Supreme Court, which, by the way, for all the feminists out of there, it's a woman that you're screaming and hollering about. It's a highly educated woman <laughs> with, with nothing but glow, glowing recommendations from everybody, including uh, Supreme Court Justice who passed away recently, Anthony Scalia, who she clerked for, 
Um, you know, they're looking pretty bad. When we have both senators of in California, which, by the way, if you don't know, both of our senators are ladies, women, excuse me, are women. And here they are holding their breath, stopping their feet, pounding their fists, saying, oh, no, you can't have her. She's going to undo this. She's going to overturn Roe versus Wade. She's going to get rid of Affordable Care Act. She's going to, she cannot do anything by herself. And she, she said in an interview somewhere, and I really want to limit this just to talk about this, but she even said it would probably take 10, 20 years to even remotely overturn Roe v. Wade because of all the back history and all the judgments that are, have been passed by the Supreme Court. It's practically settled law, which is what they said last time when, the, when Kavanaugh came yeah. up. It's like, oh, it's settled law. No, it, we shouldn't be touched. Exactly. And it wasn't. It didn't happen. So all the stuff that they're jumping up and down and holding their breath and pounding their fists for is just a bunch of smoke because they can't get their way. And if, if y'all are screaming at us that, hey, it's we're, we're all guys or we're all conservative, hold on. Scream. Go ahead. I don't care. I would be pissed if <laughs> I would be pissed. Yeah, we're on that. Well, yeah. I, I would be pissed if the Republicans have been doing this because, A, it hasn't been done since the Civil War, and B, because you don't get your way, there's not a good reason to do anything. If it wasn't a good reason for my fucking toddler, it's not a good reason for your goddamn adults to add additional Supreme Court justices because I didn't get my way. That's so bullshit. That's vacuous nonsense that you motherfuckers think it's, it's, it's the right thing to do. You know what the right thing to do? Sit on your fucking, on your, on your fucking hands and do what everybody else used to do. You play the game. You, you do, because politics is a game. No matter what you think, politics is 100% a game because American politics has not changed. Abraham Lincoln jumped on a window so he didn't have to vote in one of the, the, the Senate hearings or Congress. So, do you blame him? No, it just, it just pisses me off. <laughs> and at this point, it's just, I'm hoping maybe there's an Aaron Burr moment. Let's just get it over with. The question is, which one's going to get shot? Um, my guess, it's going to be a Democrat. Well, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> um, so I'm going to switch this up because I found this and I thought this was hilarious. Here is the headline. $3 million, $3 million lottery winner gets 21 years in prison for financing meth trafficking. <laughs> Brunswick, Georgia. Ronnie Music Jr., a Waycross man. Music? Music, M-U-S-I-C Jr., a Waycross man who sank, who sank part of a $3 million lottery and winnings into a methamphetamine trafficking will spend the next 21 years in prison on drug conspiracy and firearm charges. My oh, guess I... my guess is he's not going to get the rest of $3 million. Um, he won $3 million in 2015 on a scratch-off ticket. <laughs> Holy crap, I have never... I've gotten... Lucky uh, sucker. Huh? I've gotten uh, a buy-one-get-one type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the government agreed to ask Wood to uh, impose sentences lighter than called for under the federal advisement guidelines. The guidelines called sentencing for 27 to 33 years and nine months, probably because they felt sorry for the guy. You, mm. you did what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I thought this was hilarious because this, 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 when I, when I read the headlines, oh, it's gotta be somewhere in the backwoods of Georgia. It's in Georgia. Oh, <laughs> so, so you were right for a change. Yeah. Uh, just, I thought this was hilarious. Huh. 
Oh, he also said music used alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, eventually methamphetamines to deal with a tragedy in his life. Um, I just thought it was hilarious. I, I, I thought it was great that the guy was trying to uh, use government funds or, or whatever for a lottery to buy meth. It's like, you know, try to be like the CIA. Go ahead. I don't think you're going to get as far as they did. Probably not. It obviously <laughs> didn't work out well for him in the long run, did it? No, no, not really. I mean, 21 <laughs> year, years is, is pretty. No, I wouldn't say that worked out very well for him. No, no. Um, you, you, do you think one of his friends are like mine, you know, because I know if that was me, James or Ryan would have sent me a, 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 a jail-free card from yeah, Monopoly. Right. Good grief. Man, I just, you know, it's one of those that you just wonder what was going through his head, but obviously nothing. Obviously. You Nothing know, of consequence was going through his head. You know what was going through his head? <laughs> I'm going to make more money. Which yeah, is usually right. what these people do. The like, problem is he was using his own product. <laughs> yeah. Never get high in yeah. drug supply. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. He was... So, uh, want to piss off John? Sure. Okay. So, past couple weeks I've been sick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when I returned to work, I, I completely did not, you know, um, didn't file for unemployment. Yeah, I was just going to leave it there and just let it kind of run its, run its time out just in case, you know, California did get in another shutdown and I didn't want to have to go back through the whole filing process. So I filed for the unemployment while I was sick because it, uh, I mean, if it was just a couple of days, I wouldn't have bothered. But being that I had to sit out extra days while I'm waiting for uh, test results to get cleared of, right. of COVID and all that crap, you know. Right. So I go and I'm like, you know, I should probably see, you know, I knew I left like one or two dollars in there. So I go to look at the balance. I have the app on my phone. And I don't know if you guys know, but this is one of John's fa most favorite companies in the entire world that is doing the elder, the employment development uh, accounts. Yeah. Bank of America. <laughs> wait, hold, hold on. And wait, wait, just time out one second. Fuck yeah. you, Bank of America. Okay, you can continue. <laughs> I just I just wanted to bring that Go in, ahead. how how evil the corporation is and the CEO should be burned at the stake. It, oh, not oh, that I hate him. You're gonna flip your hit you're gonna flip your lid in just a second. Oh, you're gonna like this one, John. I can see it. It's Ooh, coming. I'm excited. Yes. So I look at the balance and guess what my balance is? Sixty five. Negative two hundred and fifty six dollars. Negative. How do you get negative money in a Hold on. Hold on, let, let me explain this. So on the app, I can turn off online transactions. <clears throat> so I did before I withdrew the last amount that I uh, uh, certified for, which was, you know, a couple hundred dollars. So I pulled that out. But before I did that, I shut down all online transactions. And then I'm looking through it. And the company that I went through was Walmart.com. I don't give a shit. I'm name dropping. I don't care. Both you companies can burn in hell right now. Uh -huh. okay. So I'm like, wait a second. That sounds like an online transaction to me. So <clears throat> I've been on the phone for over five and a half hours. Oh, God. B of A on two separate days. Oh, man. Two separate days to be hung up on. 
Ooh, I remember that. That. <clears throat> so I, I will have to call him again and sit on the phone for another two and a half hours. But yeah, so this raises a bunch of questions. First of all, there's obviously fraud going on with the, uh, the employment development department with their cards. Somewhere along the lines, there's obviously fraud being going on. And one of the, uh, through talking with some of them, I did get one of them to say, yeah, there's been a lot of fraud. Two, their online transaction blocking doesn't work. Oh, and three, the biggest concern of all is there was $2 in there. That transaction should have been insufficient funds. <laughs> but instead of doing that, what did they do? They put somebody who is supposed to be protected under the CARES Act right now in a negative balance. So they also sold $256 from the weeks that I did get benefits from to pay back that balance. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Great company, great choice, right, to go through. So <laughs> it's the lowest bidder. So, so you get what you, much. right? It's the lowest bidder. It's a state contract. <laughs> they went with the lowest bidder. Good old B of A. So yes. if if y'all are out there, if there's hello, anybody out there? Uh, if you're all wondering why James was thinking how much I hate B of A with a passion, nobody of, cares. Of a don't thousand, worry about it. No, I'm I'm going to tell because don't worry about it. Go on, move on. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch at B of A because I can't. Oh, Rob, I knew this was gonna happen. Uh, thanks, James. I appreciate that. So, hey, getting them wound up. Just what we I'm, need. I'm not wound up. I'm just I'm I'm hoping to further the hatred of Bank of America. Um, so, so happy Indig Indigenous People Day. Where's that mute? Um, <laughs> so trying I'm, to move along. It's no, you know, I'm just. What I'm, do we normally call us, call this day? It's Columbus Day, right? Uh, de so. depends. So basically, what what happened is is. He actually tried to mute me, and he got hit the wrong button. No, I didn't go for it. Um, just a long story short, I, right, I, go, I, John, I lost go. my house. Bank of America went out of Bank of America went out of their way to fuck me. Um, you and, and that, a million other people. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I just want to make sure that if any of you have your money in Bank of America, get it out there. Find a local credit union. Any other bank besides those bunch of sleazebag jackasses? Because I guarantee right now they're trying to uh, put their hand in the back pocket and fuck you. Um, just, you know, my PSA for the day. Bank of America is evil. Yep. So I, I want everybody to know that this is strictly Jonathan's opinion. It is not the opinion of old guy tech. <laughs> Old hey, Tech LLC yes, has nothing to do with his opinion. This is solely 100% the opinion of Jonathan Charney and no one else. And no one accounted with this company. Well, uh, you know, I can't say I'm really a big fan of B of A or their big rival. I've had issues with both those companies. A lot of these big banks. They claim that they care about the little guy and say a lot of things, but in the end of it, I mean, generally it ends up being the bottom dollar, which is. So that's the are. opinion they're, they're strictly of James Stevens. It has nothing to do with old guy tech. 
It is solely the been, opinion. Uh, documented, <laughs> documented so, <laughs> over re- years of dealing with them. So reasonably, if 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 y'all want to find a bank, listen to <clears throat> Dave Ramsey. There's a bunch of other radio people I happen to like most of Dave Ramsey stuff. He'll give you good advice in what bank to to use or not to use. I think usually all these people say find a local credit union. There's benefits to Bank of America. Just be careful. Um, so and what that's we, the opinion of Jonathan Turney. <laughs> Not necessarily of anybody alive. That's right. I actually like Dave Ramsey. Most of Dave Ramsey stuff, I, I actually talking agree about with. The Dave Ramsey. Hey, you know, send us to Dave Ramsey and see if we can't get you know somehow a link to the <laughs> Dave Ramsey. And I, I'm pretty tell sure him we're trying to f- promote his show. I'm pretty sure he's he's <laughs> and OGT is <laughs> would be happy to, to take some of his support. anything that he could hand out our way thank you very much so okay so do we call today columbus day or it's indigenous people day for the woke people or the people like me who are like whatever it's columbus day is a kid woke as a kid i thought it was stupid because i remember being in did they talk about this first uh third grade really? second grade yeah i remember it they wow. you know they did the 1492 columbus sailed the ocean blue you know i i remember asking my question how do you discover a continent and and because they're like well you run into it it's like well, and, and my comment was isn't that like discovering your car and, and I, well, I, he, I i i get it he, they didn't know it was there so they ran into it but but you know, he didn't hit the continent that's the problem yeah he had an I, island somewhere out in the caribbean and I, I just always thought it was funny it's like I, yeah. i've always wanted to do that i claim this in the name of i need another car <laughs> what i'd like to know is i course, remember kids doing that in elementary school doing just be going up and being like i claim this I oh discovered yeah, discovered this. That's right. Like you want to discover my fist as well. <laughs> well, I, I okay. So in my day, Columbus <laughs> Day, Columbus was a, the holiday was. Hey, man, this is a day off of school. This is great. We should always have Columbus Day every yep. year, you know, because we got a free day. Okay, so as we truly learn a little bit of actual facts about Columbus, and maybe he's not the best example. <laughs> there but as we learn things maybe he's not the best example well i mean you know maybe all right i mean you do you should at least hit the continent that you're claiming for spain <laughs> and uh he didn't well get- you've got to remember that when they sent him out it's not like they gave him a ship with a bunch of seasoned sailors on it they said you want to go and do this okay you can have some of the worst people in our country. You're taking them with you. And not the best ships either. What was it? As my, it turns out. So my, they were like, we don't really like you. It's like, like we're buying, giving you an excuse to go away. This is buying a ship on the used shipyard. My, like, my, like my used yeah. car a lot, right? My you favorite got, joke regarding yeah. all of this was he left because his wife wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, so she it's probably uh, told him to get the hell out. It's like, I can, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, back. she's bitching at him and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the new world. <laughs> oh, anyway. So he, he did help, <clears throat> help us with our cartography and getting our maps a little yeah, bit better. He did. he did. So he did, but I mean, <clears throat> pretty so, much any educated person at that time had some, some form of cartography in their background. It seemed like it probably wasn't as common as I'm making it out to be, but 
Mickey Mouse like was a, a lot very of people did. Yeah. Yes, very, you're right. No, that was a very important part of all these explorers going on was making maps for the next people behind them, so they have an idea what's going on. So that's a that was a very common thing. I, I, my, my favorite part of the old maps is that you know they were too lazy to go farther, so I just said there be dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't. There's monsters well, over there. Don't go. Don't go. Um. Well, there's girlfriend? still people that a part of the flat earth society that actually believes that the earth isn't round. Yeah. But, but then they stay stuff like we have members world, you know, all around the world, world so. worldwide, <laughs> yeah. worldwide membership of the flat earth society. Yeah. What was it? I was talking to somebody over the last couple of years. I don't remember who, when I was talking about, you know, shooting long distances and having to shoot for the, those, the Coriolis effect where you actually have to deal with the curvature of the earth. Oh God, and this yeah. guy's like, Oh, that's not real. There's no such thing. I was like, wait, hold on the timeout. How do you shoot long distance? Oh, it just goes straight. It's like, <laughs> I, I, look, I, I'm not exactly an expert, but do you understand a little bit how ballistics work? <laughs> no. No, um, bullets just keep going straight. Gravity, <laughs> you know, does, has no effect on it. It just keeps on traveling for infinity, right off the edge of the earth out in the space. <laughs> well, the the... The, the, the galaxy, the, the, I was going to say, the, the lack of atmosphere outside of the planet Earth and his brain definitely had something in common. I wonder um, if these are the same people that believe ricochets are a myth. <laughs> Apparently, they've never seen that video with that guy shooting that, that uh, Barrett Lightweight 50. And he almost blow, yeah, where yeah. he almost blows off his head. <laughs> Because yeah. my, my favorite part of that video is afterwards, because it just it's a little bit later, and the guy, you know, you just see that guy going, this, this answers a lot of questions. What? So going on the official Flat Earth Society webpage. <laughs> oh, God. The, Why would uh, you do that? The, uh, the, the guy Is by the, the name of flat? Mike Hughes. <laughs> if, 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 man, Mike Hughes. He's the guy that tried to launch himself in his own rocket recently. Didn't he die? Yeah, he didn't quite make it. He was a uh, founding member or a major amount <laughs> of the Flat Earth He didn't Society. quite make it. I like that. <laughs> he did very well for him. He, he discovered the gravitational constant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's pretty funny. I Looking at their website, moon landing technology, Adam ruins everything. <laughs> There's some... Pretty funny stuff here. So everybody should take a moment and look at tfes.org. I prefer my brain not to hurt like that. I mean, just putting it out there, looking at that stuff, it just really. I might buy one of their t shirts. Gives me a headache. I got a t shirt. I'll have to be honest. I would totally buy one. I'd wear one of those t shirts just. Because it's funny. It as funny. long as you do it when you're visiting Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we should get him for Christmas is a Flat Earth Society because you know he would wear it. <laughs> well, it's not like we're going to ruin the surprise by talking about it on air. Well, I got a whole other new, got a new website to look at for humorous stuff. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Some of this stuff. I'm glad I discovered it. Thank you. I don't, I don't really get the flat earthers. Of course, I also don't get the people who think the moon landing was fake. Oh, so, yes. Conspiracy theories, people. I, I love conspiracies. Oh. Like, conspiracies are fun, but some of them are just fucking stupid. Well, like, yeah, of course. I mean. Like, the, the earth isn't round. The, the earth is really flat, and it's right. really sitting on the back of a turtle. It's, but, you know, it's, look at the rings of Saturn. That's their, you know, look, they're nice and flat, and they spin around. 
<laughs> hey, you know what tomorrow is? Tuesday. Well, that too. <laughs> what is tomorrow? It is Apple Event Day and Apple Event Day. Yeah, Apple Event Day. Don't ruin my bit. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was an Apple event at all. Oh. Apple's been very quiet on this one. I don't know. I've gotten okay. a huge email. So what is, the, of, what is the event? And then, what is and going then, on uh, at the event? It's also the start of Amazon's oh, Prime, Prime Day. Day. Yeah. So anyway, ah. so we got two major things. Apple event day strictly. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you who don't pay attention to what's going on with Apple is they're announcing the new phones tomorrow. It'll be the start of oh. all their iPhone 12s, I believe, and uh, all the new, latest, greatest 5G technology in their <laughs> high-end phones, and, and introducing a new small little pocketable phone, and all kinds of things way, going on. Way to go, people. You can get 5G, of, oh, even though it's only in a handful of markets. But hey, hey, it'll go. get there. It'll get and, and don't forget, it's really causing COVID. <laughs> I have right. 5G. Oh. You what? I have 5G. You've got, where do you have 5G? On my S20 Plus. And I'm using 5G right now talking to you. Hmm. And you're on ATT? Yeah. Okay. So and you I'm got up what, in the boonies. That's okay. Well, good. <laughs> no, I'm glad, I'm glad it works for you, actually. <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah, the big I announcement. Mean, pretty cool. Big announcement. Yeah, that's good. I know, I, think, I know this was supposed to happen in September, I think. It's got pushed back. What's that? The Apple phone day. Oh, well, they did because of COVID, because they couldn't produce the phones. It's normally done in uh, September. It's normally done in September, and because of the delivery problems that they knew they were going to have, they had to push it back until uh -huh. tomorrow. So. <laughs> They did the they did the actual first announcement in September for the iPads, the new iPads that were coming out, and some of the new Macs, I believe. So they used that day for that event, and then tomorrow will be the event for the phones, hmm. which is by far their probably their biggest sellers. I'm kind of curious where they make their money now because the phones, you know, there's there's only so many products you can sell. That's probably why they're becoming coming like everybody else or a service company. But they're also recently, they're, they're getting out of the x86 and they're designing off of ARM, which may or may not be a good idea. Well, we'll see what happens on that one. Well, because I know Windows... Processors, for those of you that don't know what John's talking about. Um, a, ARM is actually being purchased by NVIDIA if they're allowed to worldwide. Um, but I know Microsoft is trying to port Windows uh, to, to ARM. There's a version on ARM, but I've never heard anything good about it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I you know that that brings up a good point. No, but, but we're getting pretty technical here. But I don't know. They're going to have to port to ARM at some point. I mean, it was the same excuse between Intel and AMD issues that in the early days that was brought up, and it's going to be the same thing for this. So I know the the downside though with Apple switching to ARM is instead of being able to run Windows natively, there's going to have to be some sort of emulation layer. Well, it'll. Be back to using parallels. Yeah. Well, a lot of people like boot camp for some reason too. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but, you know, the whole idea of, of uh, Max being, a run, being able to run 
Windows natively was the big push for Macs, saying, hey, look, you can run on both operating systems. Go for it. And they sold a lot of hardware because of that ability. So switching the ARM may be a problem if Microsoft doesn't move ahead and say, hey, you know what? We've got it ported uh, to ARM as well. And so... I wonder if they'd allow that. Uh, I, the other questions: Would they sell that non-OEM? Could you buy that over the counter, or is it going to be with existing systems like a laptop? I, I mean, we're all we're speculating here on everything, so I don't know. Because I have I, I have some software that I have to run in an emulation layer to actually use because it doesn't work on Windows 10. So I have an older version of Parallels something. I forgot the exact it's like Parallels Player. It actually allows me to install. Windows 7, Seven yeah. I believe. I think that's the last one that this software works on. It's either that or the one before that, Windows 8. I don't... So that's... No, it would probably be Windows 7 because it fits in because that's one of the big problems that the uh, medical industry is running into. So much of their stuff is written and made strictly for Windows 7 only and that Microsoft has come out and ended life for Windows 7. They're up, they're up at Ship Creek a little bit here and... We'll see what happens in the next year or two. On, on the positive side, they're a little—they're in a little bit better place than the government, which is still running on Cobalt. Oh God! There are still a lot of legacy. Surprise me. There's a lot of legacy stuff still running. But that's out there. that's. Remember our our Boeing seven forty seven story yeah. we did not too long ago. Well, Cobalt still using oh, yeah. floppy disks. Well, Cobalt is so old. The people who wrote it are dead. Uh, true. You're looking for I mean, people my age are usually the, the coders for Cobol. We met a, a, partic <laughs> a particular interesting gentleman who I guess. Yeah, way to rub it in. Back, yeah. Well, back in Y2K era, and this gentleman who was an interesting piece of work, I remember saying, yeah, they called me and I said, how many zeros are you willing to put on my paycheck to get me to come out of retirement? And, he, and his comment was, I made a, have a, a pretty good sum of money. I personally know three people that were retired Cobalt people that it's almost all almost strictly people that work for government in some way shape or form <laughs> that came out of retirement because the paycheck at the end of the day was so big it was well worth them coming out of retirement to yeah. go back and work on everything for that was y2k and, and reasonably what is it like six seven months and you're you know yeah, it was usually because at the at the end there, the last twelve months in particular, it was a big rush. We got a year. We only have a year. We got to get this corrected. We got to go now because everything's going to die. Everything's going to crash. Yeah, it turned out not so much. Man, Y two K was you know Y two K was, was one of the hilarious. most disappointing apocalypse yeah, series huh? of all time. It was. I, it was hyped so big. Everybody <laughs> predicted everything from. Power outages to fires to oh I, I have the perfect in the world I've got the perfect one I remember being so this is two thousand two thousand one it was two thousand I remember being in in high school and in art class but you always find unique people in high school art class I remember talking to this gentleman he's like yeah man I've just bought, I'm buying a bunch of swords and knives and stuff like that I said so so okay I'll, I'll buy it. why well why two K everything's ending I remember looking at him going. So somehow, miraculously, the last 600 years of chemistry is going to go along with it. The end of the world <laughs> as we know it. I, I remember thinking, so let me guess. You're, yeah. you're, you're buying suits of armor and, and you're <clears throat> buying swords. I'm still going to have my gun. Where exactly does that leave you? <laughs> yeah, like 2K, primers won't work, powder <laughs> won't burn. 
And and then yeah. somehow I, people won't I mean, be able to. Some people gonna wipe out zinc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like somehow <laughs> people won't know how to make black powder, which by itself is incredibly simple to make, just a tad bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Once we knew the formula, yeah, <laughs> but it took a while to get to that formula. Or just yeah, but I mean, Y two K, you got a bunch of high school students <laughs> yeah. think, oh, everything's gonna go back to the Middle Ages. It's like, are you daft, man? God. I just, cause I, I remember a, a number of people having that sensibility back around here. And I remember thinking it's either because it's a small town or you're just that damn dumb. <laughs> cause it, 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 it's one of my favorite stories just because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It was, uh, it, mixed it was a pretty interesting <laughs> time. I, I got to tell you why 2k was really <laughs> very interesting <laughs> only to find out yeah. that almost nothing crashed. They didn't care. I remember waking up after New Year's, like after New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, waking up and everything worked. I'm like, well, fuck. That was, the, the that was you know. You got to remember, I was running a technology company at that point. So we were all kind of holding our breath, staying up to, to 12.01, making sure that it all worked, which it did. Well, I mean, it's like the most anticlimactic thing in history. I've never had movies that were like, I've never seen a movie that was just that, like, that, 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 that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's no payoff. Yeah. It's like, well, this hey, is, yeah. I was hoping for exciting. I guess the payoff is when they were making the, 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 was it the, the government, the Obamacare, whatever the actual name of it is, and the website had to be uh, Y2K compliant. Yeah. <laughs> that was part of the deal. It's like way to be 20 years okay. out of date. <laughs> well, it was probably still written in their policy. Oh yeah, it 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 was. You know, so I mean, <laughs> it's still funny though. I mean, it's still funny that the website crashed. <laughs> well, that I understand. When you have that many people trying to do get healthcare at one time, it'll crash any website. I don't care what backend you have. DDoSing yeah, is a real thing. Expected it. <laughs> this is true. They should have talked to Amazon. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so d d d dear Mr. Bezos, how do you make your website not crash when 60 million people are trying to access at one time? Well, we have this thing called Amazon web services. <laughs> Little before that time, but Hey, you know, it's a good theory. Not a, uh, not when Obamacare that was around AWS was around not during Y2K. Right. That, okay. I'm just trying to get your timeline right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm talking just about. Just trying to help, John. Just trying to help. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you know, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, just, I'm going through some headlines on today, trying to figure out the New York Something Times. Something exciting? Yeah, New York Times has got some kind of story about, I don't know how deep I want to get into it. An Italian teenager could become the first millennial saint. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> First millennial what? Saint. I didn't catch the last part. Saint. Catholic church? Saint. Yeah, saint. As Was, in is this, Catholic saint. Is this yes. going to be the, the... the Top story out of the New York Times, it says. So we're going to get rid of flogging and bring in cutting? All right. You're going to make me open up the damn article. I was just <laughs> trying to read headlines. <laughs> Jeez, well, no, because there's there, there's a guy there, there's a guy that he was an abbey or something back in the old oh. mission days that they've been talking about doing... Uh, by canonizing and like everybody has their knickers in a twist because he doesn't live up to modern sensibilities. And I was like, you guys pay attention to the Catholic church. They don't really care about modern sensibilities. And that's the sensibilities uh, 
under 12. Oh, I was waiting for you to do that. Well, hey. You, you know, I guess you didn't let down. Growing up in a Catholic family, I never really did understand <laughs> the Catholic Church, but now I really don't understand how one becomes a saint because reading this article has <clears throat> got me more confused. Yeah, never mind. So well, because, I'm like, not going to worry about that headline. Like, anyway. from, from what I remember, and this is vaguely, it takes like hundreds of years to canonize. Well, apparently not. According uh, according to this article, he, you know. Uh, they just got to have somebody who's a fan. It's like getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It has to do with uh, a miracle, right? They, he's had, he has to be involved with a miracle. Well, the, oh, so, so they have to do right? the three miracles like the Saints movie said. That's right. So he, apparently he did. Sorry, bad movie reference. Oh, well, he has Lord. to do a miracle while he's alive, and then a miracle after he's dead. No, I, I, <laughs> how how exactly do you a miracle when you when you die? Is it somebody prays somebody, to him? It's called phone. Yeah, somebody prays to you, or phone you, to somebody touches your body, <laughs> or something like yeah. that's that that's well, hilarious. You never well, heard of that? <clears throat> no, I. That's one I didn't hear. I just think that's. I think Rob has a, a good idea. It's like, hey, I'd like to phone a friend. Phone a friend. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to phone Bob. He's been dead for a couple of years, but you know, <laughs> he was know. a good guy. I don't know. I'm just reading headlines. <clears throat> you know, I he drowned know. trying to walk on water. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> since we've got mm, 18 minutes to go we've, we've got plenty of time stop so facebook bans holocaust let me try this again facebook bans holocaust denial reversing previous stance so you are you telling me that zuckerberg tried to say <gasps> that the zuckerberg remember remember this is his last name zuckerberg tried to deny the holocaust I yep. think he was allowing people to to be on his platform and deny it. And so you mean he couldn't call bullshit and just say this because that's what they're doing now. Cuz the only thing I could think of and this is this is is I've heard something like under the D Digital Millennium Copyright Act like you have to be very careful when you were Removing certain things because it removes you're you're no longer a platform you're you're okay. a news media news thing or something where then you get applied. So Zuckerberg now. said in 2018, this will help clear up because your your point. Uh, he said in a podcast, Facebook didn't remove Holocaust Holocaust denying content because it must allow for the possibility that users are making unintentional mistakes. I don't think they're intentionally getting it wrong. Zuckerberg said. For users just share can, that type of content. Can you say that more robotic? Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't well, believe well, users are saying did, it wrong. That was my Zuckerberg impression. So. How can you? Yeah. Go, let's go. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, you... just, I'm trying to figure out how you can unintentionally say the Holocaust never happened. Exactly. And how then, can you do that unintentionally? I don't know, but apparently in 2018 he said it because today they said announcing the change, Facebook said, our decision is to support the well-documented <laughs> rise in anti-Semitism globally and the alarming level of ignorance of the Holocaust, especially among young people. <laughs> okay. So there's a flip-flop for you. I mean, that was the reason why uh, Spielberg, after he directed Schindler's List, started uh, recording all the, the surviving members of Auschwitz and Dukau and 
recording all the survivors, so they actually had oral history of it. I'm not surprised. That was good. That was a good thing. I think it's kind of ridiculous that, you know, 2018 is like, oh, we're a platform. Do what you want. Well, and then- it bothers me a little bit that Zuckerberg came out and said that. I mean, he's a, he's an educated person. <clears throat> I and- come, we, we, both know people who, we both know people who are book smart, but they wouldn't know how to fix a two-foot hole in the boat. That, that, let's be honest. And I would su- assume by looking at the last name that he may have had family that we're in the Holocaust survived. so and survived and or didn't. And, uh, well, that's uh, they surprising. obviously survived to spawn him. Yeah. Well, let's say somebody adopted that name because everybody else was, with it was dead. <laughs> spawn. By the way, interesting choice of words, spawn. Uh, um, spawn. I, I'm not really spawn super- a Rob. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to refrain from my joke just because my I might gross my dad out. Um, yeah, don't go there. All right. It's, I I just I don't I'm not gross I, the audience out besides me. I'm not surprised just because I think back in 2018 because of the DMCA and a few other things like YouTube, YouTube if they started removing certain videos, then they would be required to do so. They would lose their um, not open waters. Forgot the, the exact term. Basically, they're a platform and they're not news. They're not other things. Right. But once you start doing things, you lose the protection of that. Okay, that and bail. so yeah. So you, All right. that's the only thing I could think of because I could understand that is when I, we were doing a lot of uh, political interviews uh, as a company. Yeah, I would never edit anything they said, and unfortunately, some of the poli- some of the people we interviewed were a little ticked that I wouldn't make them look better. It's like, it's not my job to protect your, to protect your vote. I mean, if, if, no, if, no. You, if you screw up, that's on you. That's hey, not on me. <laughs> you know, they walk into a news show or a show discussing whatever it is they may discuss about. They, there, there is no censor button. And we went into with that going <laughs> that it is what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I told a number of them, it's like, I, I don't edit anything you say. If you tell me to do it, I still won't remove it. <laughs> Unless you unless it's something so egregious it goes against kind of what we as a company believe. Um, if you're saying Zig Heil, I, I'd be like, okay, beep. Mm. You know? Exactly. I don't know. I'm I'm not surprised though. Uh who was it? What was it? Ahmadinejad? It was the Iranian leader. <laughs> well, because he was starting to say um that oh the Holocaust wasn't real. Oh, absolutely. And, They've been denying that forever. So. And so it's just a matter of time. I've heard a number of people afraid the, the the problem of long distance is just these things just keep forgetting. They'd be forgotten. Like how many people remember that, you know, remember the main? I mean, how many people actually remember what that's actually from? Oh well, let's not even go there. Cause today's I'm not we, we've had a discussion about education before and about where it's heading and, and what it's lacking. And to understand history and, and histrionics, so to speak, of what you're talking about. Histrionics? Yeah, histrionics. Is that a word? That's a, it is now. Oh, okay. It is now. <laughs> okay. I decided to make it. <laughs> there you go. Boom, it's done. <laughs> So like, like a fart in the night. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that are could be quotes and statements and words. People they would have no idea what it means. Let's face it. it it's just, not being taught. I and mean, it, it also doesn't help like the history channel. Like I learned more from the history channel in my personal research about World War II than I ever learned in school. Um so I'm not yeah, sur- I'm not, not surprised. I don't know, I just it, I mean 
but was well, that- okay, but I mean, you're gonna you keep on learning as you get older. So if you stop learning, you know, I mean, you don't get older. Wait a minute. You mean if I stop? How many learn- years have you been out? You mean if I stop learning, I'll I'll be get younger. Eventually. I <laughs> know. I don't think so. I gotta stop learning. <laughs> you'll forget how to count. <laughs> <laughs> No, you that just won't start, make me younger, though. You just start going backwards. Yeah, I'm I'm 27 years old. <sighs> then why are you handing me your social security check, sir? Um, social security check? <laughs> Checks? What's a check? I have some somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I wonder. I wonder <laughs> if, 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 if today's kids, um, let's say graduate, high school graduates going into college, how many actually have or understand the term checking account to know what it is? Because I, everything's done online. So I wonder if they even know that there's such a thing as a paper check. There's still some things we, still we have pay check. checks. Yeah, but you're not. You're I, old, James. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're almost 40. I'm sorry. I mean, what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, you're, you're older. You're too old. I'm talking about today's high school grads that just, you know, graduated a couple of years ago, opened an account. They're at college somewhere and they're calling it a checking account, but have no clue that there's actually supposed to be something called a paper check that goes with it that got its name. I doubt, and most of them know what the term bod rate is, so never mind. You know what? No, what bod a rate's is. getting too obscure. But let's say checking account is a uh, is the is a term kind of like Kleenex. It's a term used for any kind of banking account. No, I I have a checking account. Okay, where's your checks? I bet if we we need to do a poll. We need to find. I'll, I'll have to. We ask need to find of, two. You know, twenty nineteen graduates, high school graduates, twenty nineteen. We need to find out if they actually know what the term checking account came from. If we're gonna do this, we got to do something like like checking account, party line. Oh, fine. We can add other things um, to it, but I, you know, checking account obviously it's the it, it it's used in in such a way that it phone it's card just like like. Kleenex. Well, Kleenex was, you know, is, is the maker of the tissue. It's a brand name. Right. So. Yeah. Actually, my favorite one of those is sheetrock. <laughs> All right. There you go. There's another example. But again, getting a little obscure. Not really. What would be, what would, what would be a comparable to checking account in today's terms? Um, there must be something. You got me. I have no idea. Come on, James. Okay. I'm counting on you. <laughs> think, think, think. Tube TV. Don't keep getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rotary phone. Uh, okay, I mean, or or, or uh, uh, no, those weren't around when dials. they were. You got to think of things. There you go. There you go. There were speed rotary dial. phones. Yeah. I knew a number of people who had rotary phones when I was a kid. <laughs> speed dial. I think. Speed no, dial I'm are... talking about. He's talking about high school kids. Yeah. What would be equivalent to a high school kid? Let's say junior year right now which would put them born at what uh 2003 2004 what would be in 2004 to 2005 that they were a kid that they would have seen that is going out of style now that's more of rob is asking yeah we need to put we need to put a list together because it'd be interesting to try to find a way of pulling these kids at this point Seeing if the what what is it that they do you understand oh, what this really is about VHS tapes? Okay, because VHS tapes were still around. I knew plenty of people who had them. I still used them in two thousand. So 2000. then the term videotape. Yeah. All right. Or so, tape in general, like okay. video. All right. Or, or uh, cassette. Cassette. You know what a cassette is? 
I saw something not too long ago about somebody <clears throat> doing similar, showing people these cassettes to, to, to uh, I want to say they're middle schoolers, you know, maybe uh, eighth grade, let's say, going in just into high school, ninth grade type of thing, showing them cassette tapes, trying to see if they could figure out what they're for. And better yet, they, they took a pencil with a cassette tape and I said, okay, tell me what the relationship is between this pencil and this yeah, cassette tape. Let's hilarious. see if they had any idea. Now, if you're old enough to know about cassette tapes, you'll know instantly what you used a pencil for. And True. I'm not going to tell you on this show. Or you could always ask him about the, you know, an eight track and the kajunk. You know, eight tracks are really interesting. I doubt they would know that. Well, eight tracks always that's going pretty far. Eight tracks always even for me. I always thought eight tracks were hilarious because you'd be in the middle of a song like, "Hey, baby," <laughs> so interesting enough with the eight track cartridges in the radio biz. When I was working in a radio station, we called the bell oh, guy the way back music. When I was working in a radio station, we did all our all our average. All our commercials and our breaks were done in what's called carts. And so you had a machine lined up here that you you used your cart and you put it in. Okay, so it's Tide Commercial Day, and this cart's got to be in here. And by the way, you're on a commercial break in here, and you'd hit a button. And the, the H-Track tape, which is we would call them a cart, was just a small reel of tape would play the ad. And then we hmm. had to watch it if there's another commercial after that, and we'd... Punch button two, and the next cart would come in, and there's the advertisement. I remember hearing somebody talk about what they would do is after every time they use a cape, the tape, they kept like a magnet somewhere, and so they would just degauss it so they wouldn't. I, I remember thinking it was kind of weird, just depending how strong that magnet is, you might, you know. <laughs> but I always thought it was interesting. I didn't know they were eight tracks though. Well, <clears throat> or like an eight track. They were like an eight track. They're very They're, similar in mechanism. Well, and, so so it's like the the VHS versus the commercial VHS, like the the system, like the right the back in the day. The it was a different yeah. The commercial same thing. Video recording different, tape different thing. was a larger larger cartridge, <clears throat> but it's the same same kind of idea. It's basically the same uh, exact technology, and we would put them into these carts and we'd run them in order. And of course, that was back in the day when we spliced tape. <laughs> well, we would go in and we would do our commercials and uh, whatever voiceover we had to do. And we actually taped, <laughs> they run on tape, recording tape, right? And then we would splice these things together so that they actually. So when, when you're doing your, your easily listening talk and going, you're listening to smooth sound of the 70s. Now here is Tide. Do, 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 do. And it'd be the news and it'd be up here. And we're saying, hey, in today's news, 18 people died today trying to get off <laughs> on the Olympic off ramp. Why was that? <laughs> we don't know. We'll find out. Joe, it's up to you. Why did they die? I don't know, it's man. Like, <laughs> going in the background. It's like listening to the news when I was a kid. That's like my one of my favorites. Hey, I'm having too much fun. Was it Robin moment. Williams? It's one Robin of Robin Williams. Was yes, one of those bits cool. where he talked. Someone comedian talks about he wish you life could be like the news. And 65 people died today. How's the weather? And or or <laughs> they'd be like 65 people day uh, died. And President Bill Clinton said, "It's like that's a hell of a switch." <laughs> segways. We always call them segways. You'd be surprised what we would do. Those are bipolar segways. I mean, that, that's that's extreme. Hey, that was that was it, man. I 
I mean, what are you supposed to do? Be crying? Oh, I'm sorry they died. And today the weather's going to be 80 degrees and mild. Have you, ever, have, a, have you ever watched MSNBC? That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You have to do yeah. it. I mean, I'm sorry. It could be the worst <laughs> thing you've ever seen. But now we go to the next story. So, Because ratings. You've got to get those ratings. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though syphilis has a better rating than even the news channels. Sorry, I had my old radio flashback just hit me. It was fun. <laughs> that was a fun trip of time. <laughs> Welcome to the smooth sounds of the seventies. You don't have it down as well as I do. Well, I, I can't talk that slow. Because, <laughs> unfortunately, I live in the modern world where everything's fast, fast, fast. Instead of you could just talk real. Like, so, everybody was on some sort of reverse methamphetamine. Mm. You're talking about that, and so hold on, I'm gonna pull this <laughs> no, up. What kind of segue is that? <laughs> that was a hell of a segue. Yeah, man. go ahead. So we were talking about you know things that kids these days would be kind of. Um, wait a second, why is it coming up? <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, problems with so electronic Net notes. I think it's Netflix has has this movie. It's either Netflix ah, or yes. Prime. No, it's it's Netflix and if you talk about the cuties. No. Mm. It's called The Babysitter and it's a it's a pretty funny horror series that they put out. They put out one in 2017 and then there was one that came out this year. And I was watching it and there's some pretty funny scenes in there, but so the kid kind of grew up with this babysitter who's college, just starting college, I I believe, or graduating high school. So she's not very old. So she's maybe when the movie's supposed to take place, maybe 19 or 20. And she got him into rock music, older rock music and stuff like that. And they come across having a boom box. <laughs> and the kid, the kid who's like a junior in high school, 2020 junior in high school was talking about cassette tapes and how he likes the sound of them. And that they're really cool because the cassette tapes are so fragile. <laughs> and I sort of burst it out laughing. Huh. <laughs> so John bringing up cassette tapes makes me think of that. I never thought they were that fragile. They were just I never annoying. Thought they were fragile what a strange. And I was thinking about the whole thing of you saying, Rob, you know, the correlation with the pencil. And I'm thinking like, well, if, it, if you have a problem with it, go get a pencil. That's right. That'll <laughs> fix it. That was the only annoying thing about VHS tapes. You hope the fucking tape player didn't eat it. Well, like, yeah, that was the same thing with cassette tapes. There's always that, oh, always yeah. a cassette possibility, tape, yeah. right? That, that, that <clears> oh, <throat> yeah. I've known a few cassette tapes and VHS tapes that, you know, they fell apart and you're sitting there trying to fix them. Yep. 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 The machine. Would, VHS you know, and, I just pretty much threw away. I, I actually, mean, you talk about that. I remember working at Hollywood Video. Hold on. Because we're coming up to the end of this, but I got to get the right sound effect. So when I worked in Hollywood video back in the day, I remember the, my, my boss at the time back in the day, um, would, she would, she would take apart the, the tape and I actually remember her splicing away like six inches of tape. And I'm like, man, I hope that's not the ending. <laughs> no, nah, it'd be just yeah, the ending credits. Why would, why did she do that? Cause so I'm like, a, I'm a certain, tracking issue that would just got really, this particular tape I remember was really scrunched. So I guess she, it was I easier. <laughs> I'm assuming it was Why just... Why do you think Hollywood Video isn't around anymore? Because, <laughs> well, Blockbuster refused to buy Netflix and didn't see the benefit of it. Oh, uh, what was that? I don't know. Something beat. Oh, looks like... James, are you there? 
Ah, we lost her, James. So James is there. So I guess since that's one hell of an exit, ladies and gentlemen. That was his way of saying goodbye. Yeah, TTFN. All right. So the old guy, do you have any last? Stay safe out there, people. These are crazy times. We'll hear you next week. You know, as they said in the 1950s, duck and cover. Ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pride, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob the Old Guy, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.